Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. And I'm Muss. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this. Rub it up, Oh no! Fuck up for that. I knew what monster was coming up, and I was going to shout something on the bit where there's normally a pause, but I just shouted instead. <laughs> Excellent. Professional. Love it. <clears throat> oh, we... I don't know if we should do another take or not. No, no, we're, we're keeping going. <laughs> And on this week's episode, we are hunting the Royal Ludroth. Rub it up, Bluffkin! Woo! They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It caught on in a flash. They played the match. They played the A large male form of the regular Ludroth. Royal Ludroth use their sponge-like mane to absorb water and keep from drying out on land. Once the sponge loses moisture, they will seek out water to recover. They also spew mu- mucus to trap trip up their prey. Well, just like you tripped up your words. I actually did. See? <laughs> yeah. That was very well thought yeah, out. I'm, very well yeah, absolutely. method acting. That's what that is. Yeah. Act. It was a very meta joke that Andy did there. Nice. Yep. A shallow forest stream coursing through the night. Amid the sound of water, a beast prepares to fight. Those who go in unprepared will bow before its might. Bathing in the thorns, it waits, using water as its shield. Yellow collar standing proud, its fangs shall never yield. Good to see this lad back, eh? Good to see him back. Yeah, good monster, this. Lot of time for the Ludroth. Um, I think, Moss, you said this guy was one of your favourites from uh, this game, right? I, I like this guy, and I think one of the things that's, uh, I, I don't know if the first time I fought him or not was with Andy in an arena quest, but there's a specific um, arena quest where one of the monsters you have to hunt is obviously the Ludroth. And of the weapons you get to choose, it's got this, you can choose dual blades, which is obviously what I chose. It's also what Andy chose. And it's got this switch move. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got this switch move where whatever it is, whatever, like, loadout this is, your the, the rate of attack for you is just super high. And Ludroth as a monster is not something that's blocking any moves. So you just, you do that quest, and it's so much fun <laughs> wailing on this writhing <laughs> Ludroth lad. It's great. That that was the that was the quest Absolutely that hack it apart. Yeah. That was incredible. <laughs> it was it was it was insane. I felt ridiculously overpowered. <laughs> so that that kind of sold me on Ludruff, uh, because he's just such a fun monster to hit. I know that I complained in the past about uh, Lagombi being a bit of a tank, but Lagombi's also quite mobile and skittish, whereas Ludruff he'll he'll let you tickle him. <laughs> so he's a good lad. Yeah, I've got I've got a lot of time for 
how much he's he, he is a bit of a punching bag, right? Like like he's he's not oh, yeah, very difficult in terms of a, a fight, which is surprising considering I was having a look at the um, HR tiers there that he, he, he comes after. Like he does it, come in quite late. Yeah, yeah, he, he comes. But then, but then above. is that not because of his location more than anything else? Right, like he, he's based uh, in the flooded forest, so that, could, that that to me defines his start more than anything. Yeah, that that you could be onto something there. Um, but in terms of difficulty, he's more in the. I'd say he's more in the Arjurist sort of tier. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. At least insofar as the monsters we've covered so far in this cast, and we're going through the list in order, I think he's the first monster that you fight where you can actually break his tail, like cut his tail. Yep. Oh, he's really great for that, absolutely. Like Between the fact that you know you can smash his mane, you can mm-hmm. break, like cut the tail off, yeah, he, he's got some really nice visible breaks. So, yeah, I think he's one of the sort of key lessons that you get in, in those and, in, you know, seeing how those are working and which part of the monster you're hitting is going to have an effect overall. So, yeah, I think he's good for that. Yeah, because the tail attacks of the Great Ludruff are quite they're almost, they're nonchalant. It's like it's this casual kind of flick or maybe the opposite. Maybe it's like it's so much effort for him to actually wiggle his tail around that he doesn't really pose much of a threat if you can get in behind him and cut his tail. Which is quite different to a lot of monsters where their tail will actually, particularly later on in the game, be something oh, you yes. definitely want to remove because uh, not only does it give the monster a range and an attack bonus, but it can also hit hard or do a status effect or, or something like that. But um, yeah, it, the the amount of, as you say, the visual um, feedback that you get on the monster when you break things, his uh, his uh, you know standout feature being his big wet sack, <laughs> his big spongy bits. And uh, I do, I do feel, I do feel a lot of empathy for this lad towards the end of the fight because he starts off like this regal-looking, you know, bright, vivid yellow, majestic-ish kind of monster, and by the end of it, he's this haggard, tatty, <laughs> used sponge. It's all pale and grey, and you just sort of think, "I'm really sorry, mate. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but it's so much fun to hit you," <laughs> which makes me sound like an absolute psychopath. Well, it's a bit like a, a, a lion's mane, isn't it? Like the uh, the, the, the oh, sack, yeah. <laughs> as you put it, Moss. Uh-huh. It's, uh, you know, as you said, very regal, like the head of its pack, like it's it's, it's, it's crest. You know, it's, it's what distinguishes that as, as being, you know, a big bad dude. And I think like a lot of the pack monsters... Um, not that Lodroff really is a major pack monster, but he is still the head of the Lodroff. I mean, obviously yeah. he's from Tri, right? So, it's, I mean, it's there's a limitation to how packish it can be. Like, obviously, I guess, yeah. But even even compared to something like the Jackies, it doesn't cool in the Ludroth or anything. It yeah, happens yeah. to be on the same map. Yeah, like I wouldn't say that the smaller Ludroths are are a big part of the fight, so to speak. But in any case, like 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 the other kind of pack monsters, when you smack off that kind of proof of their stature within the the tribe they do just they do look a bit sad um like i think like back to like the great macau um like when you smack off its big crest on its head it just looks a bit but forlorn and uh i think ludroff is the pinnacle of of that uh being exemplified with the break there i can't remember exactly but um 
obviously the the hunter notes talks about his crest being where he stores all of his water and he'll go back into a swamp to kind of recover if he's lost um enough moisture does does breaking his crest affect his moveset in any way or is it all just visual um, i don't think he does like a water attack i think he keeps we, water yeah. in there just to keep himself moisturized yeah he does his big a- um he does his big charge where he gobs water side to side as he charges but I don't think that's anything to do with his. But main then I don't quick. think like have you ever seen him do that at the point in the battle where you've mashed his main? In? Well, no, because it's usually that's when he's in rage mode, right? And then you'll usually get the main break after that, and then the, just by nature of him being a bit of a punching bag, the fight's usually not long to go after that. So yeah, I can't say one way or the other whether it actually stops him doing that attack. But yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him yeah, do I, it. Once I, 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 I'd like to think I have, but I also wouldn't say that with any conviction so it does mention quite interestingly and i think this is a it's been a very cool cool part to look at in the hunter's notes uh, they actually have little hunting tips and it does mention that its attacks are empowered to in proximity of water so mm. perhaps there is an element of it using its spongy mane to power up its attacks in some some way shape or form but i mean how often is it even far from water i mean <laughs> the main area is the flooded forest, which is just water, right? So it says, yeah. I mean, I guess there's there's ways around it. If you're having particular trouble with the monster, I'm not really sure why you would. But uh, if you were, you could maybe like use one of those like um, I forget what they're called, but the endemic life that you can lure the monster away to another area. Oh, the the skink, stink monks or whatever. They're called. That's that's stink the one, yeah. monk. Oh, I don't think it's called <laughs> that, but you know. I know. It, I mean, there's water in every area in the flooded forest, right? Uh, like, I don't think there's any part where there isn't any. There's probably parts. Yeah, there's some like plainsy areas, like where you fight like Narakuga and stuff like that. They tend to have a river going through them. Eh, always. <laughs> One of the things that we often uh, talk about with Monster Hunter is how good of a job the designers do in terms of making these fantastical creatures that are also at the same time believable in the way that they move and stuff like that. And I actually quite, I was thinking, I was trying to do some research, (laughs) funny as that may seem, before this podcast to think about any amphibious type creature of which like, I think Ludruff is quite amphibious in a lot of ways. Yeah, if you take um, the mane away, it's kind of a crocodile or a Komodo dragon. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just wondering, like, you know, what examples are there in nature of creatures that have big water storage on their heads <laughs> or anywhere? Obviously, we would think mostly of things like camels, which store loads of fat and stuff and resources in their, in their humps as they migrate across deserts and things. But the Hunter's Notes talk about this monster being one that will... See, actively seek out water as a means of kind of refreshing its uh, its reserves in those regards. I think it makes sense. <laughs> like this, this is the way, the way that they've gone for it. It's not an internal storage system. It's more of an external keep me cool in the in the hot sun kind of thing as I go from like swamp to swamp. So I think from a design point of view, in conjunction with what they actually say about the monster's behavior, for me that that makes a lot of sense even though i couldn't find any actual examples in nature of a monster or of a creature rather like that um that was sort of more reptilian or or uh, amphibious but i think it works i don't know if you guys would would agree the only thing i, I can think, in think terms of is that sometimes something like an octopus will jump out of its tank and go to another tank hmm. <laughs> but this would just be that on a, a larger scale right 
Yeah, I can get that. Well, I mean, it goes the other way in that land creatures, well, like us... Copy the Ludros. No, we will, will, like, you know, put a helmet on and travel through water. Or ants will put themselves in a bubble and go across the water. So it's kind of reversing that idea. I suppose whilst it doesn't have the water storage aspect, I've always thought quite visually it's like a like a frail desert in many ways. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it doesn't have that water storage aspect that maybe you're looking for for your comparison there, Moss. Anything on its name or inspirations, lucky boy? Well, I'm very glad you asked. So the name is just like an anglicised version of... I was trying to say anglicisation, but that sounds weird. It does does sound weird. (laughs) I don't know what it is. You're having a stroke, is everything okay? (laughs) My ability to say R's and W is getting worse as I get older. And somehow living in Japan is not helping. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking, yeah, is, is that just a Japanese thing as opposed oh, to an Asian? Oh, my thing? whole ability to speak English is getting worse and worse because I'm constantly having to like dumb it down to children for whom it's a second language. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah, so the name Ludroth is just an anglicization of the Japanese name, which is just Ludros, and then Royal Ludroth or Rorudros. Um, so I got a secret weapon because my friend. <laughs> Takehi- me. My friend Takahiro Sawada plays Monster Hunter now, so I've got an actual Japanese guy I can text. So I said, uh, hey buddy, can you help me with some Japanese? Yep. Does this monster's name mean anything in Japanese? Send him a little picture, and then its name is Rorudrosu. And he says, not at all! Five exclamation marks. <laughs> <laughs> and I say... I, I do hope he always sends several exclamation marks, and that each week we will get to guess how many... <laughs> Exclamation marks, he said. So I said, it's just a word that sounds cool, I guess. And he says, maybe the smaller ones are called Rudros. So, thanks, Suada, you didn't really help very much this week. (laughs) (laughs) Your secret weapon, mate, needs a bit of work. (laughs) (laughs) Secret weapon misfired. (laughs) This is the same guy, he's a huge Digimon fan. But he'd never seen any of the American stuff until he met me. And um, so I sat him down and showed him the American theme tune. And his response was, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> well, the, the, the Japanese theme, theme song for Digimon's like quite, I don't know, pleasant almost in a way. And then... Oh yeah, the, the Japanese songs are like legendary over here. And then I show him yeah. these four kids rats that we had. <laughs> oh dear there's a post from 2010 about, from Ironbeard's dangerous guide to monster hunting so there you go I think it was like an in character like, yeah. t- tips blog that they had is he the same guy from those amazing adverts I think he might be yeah what a hero Yeah. they did describe yeah. its tail as being tadpole like King of the Jungle? More like Princess of the Pussycats! Oh, we do have a potential... No, there's oh, yeah, just the pur- one pur- about purple. the purple Ludroth, 
and how they didn't yeah. have enough characters to call it the Purple Royal Ludroth, so it had to lose its royal status. Damn. I forgot about the purple one. Savage. Damn. It's kind of a... It's a very wriggly monster, isn't it? I don't know. Like, a lot of its moves... So it's obviously got its big, like, watery type attacks, and it's very laboured tail swing. But well, most I think of what it does seems to be just writhing around, from my the, memory. The biggest attack it does, which I really remember, is it rolls from side to side. Yes. Like a dog. And I feel like that's its, like... As well as teaching you, look, you can break parts and chop tails off. It's if this comes directly after fighting all the great draggy, great baggy, great roggy, where your main technique is if you get to the side of them, you can attack the flank and they can't do much. This monster is designed to punish you if you rely on that too much. Yeah, that makes sense. I suppose from a in in universe reason as well, it might be trying to rehydrate itself and attack at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like rolling for the war, potentially. Well, also, um, crocodiles do that thing, right, where they bite you and spin. Oh, yeah, gear roll. roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, that is a maneuver that it would pop- presumably have. I don't know if crocodiles do that if you can't trouble. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll back in try, of course, there was the underwater section, so he did have a lot more kind of wiggling about underwater. Thank, but... fuck, thank fuck, those aren't around. <laughs> sounds horrible. I'm glad I wasn't around for that. <laughs> Right, not a lot people who time. didn't actually play oh. those games seem to hate the water, but then people who act- played them when I was here, then they always seem to say like, "No, it's actually good." Yeah, I think it's although just, when it's, you play it's Lance, difficult to get your head around if you haven't played it. Right, like to me, I'm just like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, and generally, most games underwater sections are not good. So, <laughs> well, the, the only issue is where it depended on the weapon. Like some weapons just didn't work very well underwater because you had a totally different move set when you're underwater. So, right. Um, yeah, like a different set of combos and stuff. But how would hunting horn yeah, even work? Can it make noises? <laughs> I don't think hunting. hunting <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> try was I Bill and Ben was in one hunter try. <laughs> Jay, did you just say you can't make noises underwater? What? No. How would hunting on work? Uh, like whales make whales famously sing. Yeah, but we're not whales. We're not whales. There I mean, we go. Yeah. He did say it in a really stupid way, which was literally, as you said, you can't make noise underwater. But if you had a hunting horn and you were trying to play it underwater and it's going to be flooded full of water, you're just like, yeah. it's not going to make any noise. It's just going to be you going, bubbles. <laughs> yeah. But I think Monster Hunter Try was the one time ever where they cut weapons. Uh, but then for yeah. 3 Ultimate, they added them back in. I can't remember if 3 Ultimate yeah, had yeah, underwater yeah. or not. It did, yeah. So yeah, they would have had an underwater hunting horn in that. Curious indeed. Ridiculous. Oh god, not this guy. To have to write a poem about this one? Look, if we're doing a podcast on this prick, I might just be done. Who likes a monster who enjoys doing a big old lick? Using its big tongue to attack? Now that's just sick. What's more, it'll do that after farting on you if it's stinky gas. <laughs> that's essentially like licking your own ass. Next week, I'll probably not be here. I'd rather be gone. For we are hunting this big red bastard, the Volvidon. So join us for that one. 
If I could lick my own ass, I would. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> until then, Luke, where can they find us? That's on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. Fucking, this is a disaster. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all of that shite. Just search Monster Mash Podcast. And if you want to give me some money, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. But I don't know how to do this plug at the moment because the Patreon is actually now covering my podcasts. So you would just be giving really? me money now. Well, some bloke signed up for like a tenner a month. I don't know why. Like, thanks. Why did you do he wants, that? He wants that Andy song. Speaking of Andy, uh, what should they tweet at Andyman949, Moss? Um, well, Andy's a big uh, Pixar fan. Uh, so, But he's he's got this little side project, and he wants to be very clear. It's not like Toy Story, but it's about what would happen if you woke up and suddenly all inanimate objects except toys, they were like moving around and doing stuff. But they could only say, and it's a bit like Pokemon, they can only say their own name. So like, chur, bed. <laughs> but what, he, he, he wants, he doesn't, he doesn't have all the sounds that they'd make down yet. Like, he doesn't know what their accents would be. So can you just give him some pointers? Obviously don't do chur and bed, because those have just been established, so. Television, television. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Mus, there are some accusations that you need to answer to. <laughs> so everyone, please. Oh, no. So, here are some. Here's a clip from popular podcast, the Video Game Show, which uh, Mus needs to respond to. Hi, mate. Mus locked his keys in the car, and even though he had, even though he regularly crashed on my sofa, he was really keen to drive home and get a change of clothes. Hang on, we a couple of That's years. Ominous. A couple of years back, my mate Moss locked his keys in his car, and even though he regularly crashed on my server, he was really keen to drive home and get a change of clothes. I mean, I, I want to know why he wanted a change of clothes. That's... I feel like he'd probably shit himself. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a shoot. He shit himself. Yeah. So, Moss, had you in fact shit yourself on that occasion when you let me smash your car window with a hammer? <laughs> I. I hadn't shit myself, no. As far as I remember it, I there wasn't no change of clothes involved. It was more just we'd ordered a pizza and then I'd accidentally lost locked my car in my door and we had to get Mike to drive us to Domino's to get the pizza after we realised. And then for some reason in our heads, instead of like calling a locksmith, which is eventually what we did, we went, shall we just smash the car window open with this hammer? Sorry, sorry. this for a pizza? My... <laughs> My memory that of it. Far worse. <laughs> yeah. My we memory were very of it was poor that it back was, then. It was late enough. Yeah, but at windows night. are more expensive. <laughs> yeah, but I was insured, so I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if insurance would pay out for that. I don't know if they would. <laughs> because if they, don't, if they if they don't admit to it, oh yeah, someone just destroy yeah. my window. I don't I don't think we've paid for our pizza yet. We just really wanted to go get one. <laughs> Wait, you hadn't even paid. <laughs>
Well, because the story gets worse by the second. I don't remember. I don't remember us eventually eating a pizza that night. But maybe, yeah, I think oh, maybe Mikey did. We definitely did for because we. I ended up buying Mike a pizza so that he would drive us to Domino's to also get a pizza. Matt, we just really fucking wanted a pizza, huh? But yeah. But also, it really sounds like you're throwing away much more money in the process of saving money. Again, I. I didn't play the end of that story. Mus agreed to let me smash his car window with a hammer, but oh yeah, I'm aware of that. After one swing, it was really fucking loud, and we were like, "Oh no, we're gonna get the police called on us. Let's not do this." <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, car windows not easy to smash with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Who just thought it? I think I'm so... sure part of it as well was just that we were like. <clears throat> This is the only opportunity we're going to get where we can mildly oh. justify smashing a car window. <laughs> that is one million percent where my head was. And I was just... I, you needed like very little encouragement, but you were like, Mus, are you actually telling me to do this? And I was like, yep, get your hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did it like, I'm assuming it like cracked the window, right? It made like a no, tiny... It... I just, I gave like a, a very light swing just to see if, how feasible it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And even that was like a gunshot, and I was like, okay, I probably could smash yeah. this, but it's yeah. gonna cause us a lot of problems if I smash your window with this hammer in this yeah, affluent neighborhood it, where you are. It park. was really loud, and by the time I think by then we'd got our pizza and eaten it, <laughs> and I think <laughs> I think we See, decided should we give it a go? <laughs> or maybe that's it would, why no, I no, remember it because you wanted it must to go have home. Before then. Yeah, because yeah, the, that's why the version I remember is that you wanted to go home, and so you were because like. We couldn't call a locksmith because it was nine o'clock at night and we live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I might have also wanted to go home because I probably had some spare keys at home. Oh yeah, I think um, that was it. But yeah. But yeah, you st you would <laughs> the have change had to of clothes was window. probably a thing where I was like, yeah, well, I do also have clean clothes at home. But because <laughs> yeah, presumably you had work again the next day. Yeah, because I was uh, at the time I would have been working in the secondary school. Yeah. <laughs> That I was parked right outside of saying, let's smash my car up. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, a story. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it didn't have anything to do with me shitting myself. But I actually think, probably more embarrassing and stupid this way anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I agree with that. I can, yeah, I can kind of understood, understand that you shot yourself. <laughs> that, that's why that was the first reaction, right? <laughs> that, that's a normal thing. It's a reason to go home and smash it into a car. Yeah. <laughs> Not a pizza. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't think this was when I w we were still cashing in my Master Cheese pizzas. Oh uh, no. Uh, no, it probably wasn't. Because <laughs> that was like twelve month thing, isn't it? Well, no, it's only four pizzas. <laughs> Oh, it was only four pizzas. I thought it was like a year's supply of pizza. And do you remember we ended up having to pay slightly for all of them because the voucher value was... We could only get over that value if we bought like a slight extra topping to get us over the limit or something. <laughs> so they ended up costing us like 32p each. Yep. But I also did get a Master Chief helmet made of Domino's boxes, so... No, I can take that away that from was, me. That was good. Do you still have the Master Chief helmet? Well, I mean, it's in my parents' garage somewhere, but yeah. <laughs> so your parents could take it away from you? It's, it's cardboard. Like, rain could take it away from me. 
<laughs> I was also thinking that, yes. <laughs> I mean, they, they can take the helmet away from them, but they'll never take the title off them. I will always be the Master Cheese, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't know how much evidence there even is that you won that. Like, uh, Currently, their tweet is still up, I think, so okay. they would have to delete that. That's fair. Better get that archive just in case they do. Yeah. Also I also remember... Do you remember when I entered that competition and I was just acting like I'd won it already and you were like annoyed at me and then I did win it and you were just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it was good. I was happy once you'd actually won it, but I was really oh, yeah, we got, a bunch got my hopes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, then I read, like, you showed me the tweet and I was like, oh, this is sick. And then I was reading uh, the other comments to like... I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and there was this one guy and he was like, I thought you'd just get a pizza just for completing Olo. <laughs> I didn't think it was a competition you also had to win a raffle. Oh, this is lame. He thought <laughs> everyone, who entered, everyone who entered the competition was going to get all the prizes. Like, yeah. they were just giving out four pizzas for beating a very short game in a very large window. <laughs> Because yeah, all I had to do was beat Halo 5 the night it came out, and that game was like six hours long. Oh, but it is a fucking chore, so... If I just whacked it on like, the easiest difficulty and bashed through it. Yeah. Oh man, I've still got flashbacks to Halo 5. That is a... Uh, I'm kind of sure. glad it happened, because I got it into my head like, okay, this is going to be the Halo where I actually play it through on like Legendary or something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad I didn't, because it's fucking shite. <laughs> oh man, all those fucking weird-ass monsters that just sponge for years and years. I mean, at least there was no, like, flood level. I Honestly, I, I don't remember any flood levels that much. I just remember that. All, all those fucking guardians, whatever the fuck they were, just running around this arena for hours. <laughs> level on San Helios was alright, though. You what? The level on the Arbiter's planet. Well, literally, I, I remember nothing from that game apart from running around the arena, desperately trying to find enough bullets to, to fill this horrible prick with. Oh, that floating bloke you had to keep fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone hyped for Halo Infinite then? I mean, I don't like any Halo game that much, so... Nope. <laughs> and he doesn't like good shooters. I mean, it's not a good shooter. That's the bloody problem, isn't it? It's the best. The is incredible. The shooting is bad. It's the best. Absolutely not. It's absolutely not. There's no satisfaction in the shooting. And then you play Destiny. Yes! The most satisfying shooting in the world! Destiny's just MMO Halo. No, it's got way better shooting than anything in Halo. Go back and play Halo, honestly. Feels like I played shit. through the it's whole series on Xbox One, so I played it pretty recently. <laughs> Yeah, and it feels like trash, mate. I don't know where you're getting this positive vibes from. Look, the enemies and the AI and stuff is very good in Halo. There is no doubt about that. The and the guns The original is good. kind of open maps is an interesting thing at the time, but ultimately, it just it, it's, it's just dated. It's not good. How's your uh, Kingdom Hearts playthrough going, Andy? Uh, I'm not currently playing any Kingdom Hearts games. What are you currently playing? Other than Monster Hunter. Resident Evil Village. That actually probably is a good shooting, so... Fuck. It's alright, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to play some real piece of shit. 
RPG that's originally released on the PSP or something. Well, do you know what else I play at the moment? With your dick. Returnal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Seventy pounds well spent. Very good shooting. What was that? Seventy pounds well spent. Uh, I mean fifty pounds because I'm not a fucking maniac, but sure. Get on, lads. See, like we could do a fucking games like, podcast if we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, the £70 thing is such nonsense, because you're not spending more than £55 on any of these £70 games. They're just, you know, on the PlayStation Store at 70 quid. No actual shop sells it for 70 quid. Prospect of £55 is a bit Oh, no, obviously it's it's much more than it was, but I mean, you know. What if, what if you'd spent 50 quid on the physical version, and... You'd accidentally locked it inside your car with your car keys in the car. <laughs> Do you A, get a hammer, bearing in mind that the location is Somerset and it's 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 well dark and your signal's dodgy well and, dark, and you, you probably can't get a locksmith in. Do you A, get a hammer? Or do you B, shit yourself? 